The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. We won't go a million miles away uh, in terms of topic now because we're going to continue a conversation about crime, but rather. In the capital, so uh, the Clockwork Door Time House in Temple Bar, they've decided not to partake in this year's Culture Night and they're doing it apparently to make a statement about uh, the level of antisocial behaviour uh, in the capital city. Kieran Hogan is the owner of the Clockwork Door Time House and he's with me in studio. Kieran, you're very welcome to the show. Um, what is the Clockwork Door Time House? You might explain that before we talk about some of the problems. Um, I, I don't know if we have the time to go over the whole thing because it's a very new concept. It doesn't exist in Ireland other than we're doing it. It's a social space where people pay for the time they're with us and then everything is free and included. So there's teas and coffees, biscuits, there's events, there's music, there's shenanigans, everything. Um, and we've been doing that very successfully for the past six years. So seven years now, we just had our, our seventh year anniversary. And um, I've noticed a deterioration in the um, good character of Dublin city centre. And this has been going on for, for many, many long years, but more severely just after lockdown. Um, and I think everyone, everyone who works or lives or is in Dublin city for any amount of time, they can see it. It's as obvious as day. Um, there's uh, drug taking, drug dealing, there's antisocial behaviour, there's violence. And this was all typified by the um, that American gentleman who was attacked about a month ago now. And uh, I mean, it was an obvious uh, result of what had been going on. There are attacks, you know, every so often in the city. I don't know what exact rate, but maybe they weren't as reported or it wasn't as a big a deal until it was an American tourist. Um, and after that, the um, there was this huge push and it was, it was a big talking point in a lot of the media to have Gardaí in the city. And for the next two weeks, we had Gardaí on every street, teams of them walking everywhere. And it was fantastic. And you uh, noticed them? Oh, yeah, yeah. You could not notice them. Mm. Again, it was just a huge stark change from nothing to Gardaí everywhere. Um, and I thought this was going to be a thing. They're going to be here for a set amount of time. They'll maybe gradually wind down, but there will be a sustained police presence in the city. Um, after two weeks, all the police were gone. Uh, again, I could walk around town for half an hour and not encounter a Gardaí. So, you know, we, we've had various problems with that before. Um, and some years ago, we had a, like someone's bike was stolen from just outside our premises. Um, we tried calling the Pierce Garda station. We walked all the way over there. There was no one at the reception desk. And we we're waiting half an hour to an hour to even get in contact with the Garda to report a crime. Now, in any reasonable city or, um, with, with organised crime prevention, you'd be able to contact a member of the policing force within about 30 seconds to two minutes and they'd be, have people on the streets looking for your stolen item, so they wouldn't get very far. And that alone is a huge deterrent. But of course, we don't have that in Dublin. Um, when you, when when you, and sorry to cut across you, but when you say kind of you've noticed a deterioration over the six years that you've been trading, uh, w- w- trading w- was that is it kind of a slow and steady deterioration, or you know, w- w- did it kind of suddenly fall off a precipice? Was there kind of a pre and post COVID element to all of this? Um, yeah, it, it was very slow before COVID and then suddenly COVID hit and it, and it really seemed to, to um, take over because a lot of the businesses, a lot of the vibrancy of Dublin City Centre was taken away. And so what was left was the, the antisocial element and this, um, again, there was no policing, there wasn't people around and kind of the, the bad element of society could get away with whatever they wanted to. And it's only got worse. There's more drugs in the city. There's more, um, you know, violence. And we've had, since we reopened from lockdown, um, we had people coming into our premises. They see the tips jar at the reception. And if, you know, it's been swiped three times in a span of four months, I think. Just kind of uh, 
crimes of opportunity is that yeah. somebody kind of pokes their head in uh, sees the jar grabs it and goes yeah, exactly and these the, I mean we're not the only business being targeted of course but as soon as uh, someone does steal something they get the idea this is a soft target and either they tell their friends they come back themselves but you're more and more likely to be attacked subsequent times so um, the, one of the big reasons why we pulled out of um, Culture Night this year mm. was because of last year Culture Night we had a huge throng of people coming through all night and, and we have been participating in Culture Night for the last you know six years and uh, a bunch of again um, let's call them poorly mannered individuals they came into us and um, they got into we have a video games room there and mm. they managed to steal a lot of our equipment quite brazenly in front of other you know, happy, respectable guests. They would start ripping out the cables, pulled a lot, shoved it under the jacket. And and, and this happened on Culture Night specifically, you think, why? Because because it was that much busier. You're not charging yeah, people, I it, take it, exactly. to go in We're on Culture Night. It's completely open. Exactly. We're, there was too many people for us to engage with each one. So it's kind of a free-for-all in terms of access. Yeah. And it's, it's a little bit like chumming the waters, you know, when they they start a feeding frenzy, they kind of get this idea that, hey, there's lots of places today that they're so busy with people, you can get away with all sorts. Um, and that was that was a really bad night for us, a really, you know, quite upsetting to see that, that people in the city would do this. But it shouldn't happen on, on any night. It's also, I think, kind of, it seems particularly in Congress on culture night, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. Um, but again, this is becoming Dublin culture if you don't, nip it in the bud. Um, and like I said, it's 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 not something that came up randomly. It's not a hurricane that blew through. It's a, a series of steps, or a series of, of actions that have been taken and some that haven't been taken that have led us here. And this is the obvious result. So if it was something that um, was being addressed from the very start, it would be very obvious what's happening, how to fix it, go about it, put in the money, resources, and we could change this all in one day. But again, that's not being done. Like I said, when this was on the news cycle for the American fellow, they had the Gardaí there for two weeks and then people weren't talking about it anymore. They're all gone. So um, a few times over that two weeks, Helen McAtee said, oh, you know, we are doing our best and we're, we're revitalising the city and, and, you know, it's a safe place. Mm. She's lying to us. She, and anyone who walked down the city will know that. Walk down the Keys, walk down anywhere and you'll see gangs of people either shooting up, dealing drugs, being intoxicated and... Um, looking for a fight you know if you look like a soft target they're going to get you and it's it's you know high probability it's not and, and do you worry is it is it your customers you're worried about is it is it your staff you're worried about who are maybe kind of coming in and out at slightly unsociable hours yeah that as well as a business owner of course i'm i'm quite scared for my staff and um, we close up 10 o'clock most nights so you know we have young 20 somethings in there if they're closing up and walking home on their own even the short distance from our place to a bus stop the chance of them getting attacked or getting harassed is so high that it, it really worries me. I'm quite upset about it. Um, and, and, you know, on a large scale, I, it's not something we can really do other than to close or to start closing early um, and just to not operate on kind of Fridays, Saturdays when there's more people around, mm. more chance of that. I don't know what to do. But it's not something that, you know, my business specifically should be targeting. It should be a local policing issue and that they're they're tackling it because they can see businesses are struggling um, now we have a, a little while left to go in our lease and when we signed it we thought we we're going to stay on but at this point my my um, perception is that when that runs out we're going to leave Dublin and I can't imagine we're the only business going to leave Dublin there are many others who are closing where would you go uh, 
I don't know yet. Um, I've heard there's there's similar problems elsewhere on a lower scale. If Dublin is just a bigger city, you know, it has so many so much traffic. But um, there are problems with with antisocial behaviour everywhere. Mm. Maybe outside of the state might be better. Maybe um, mainland Europe. Maybe England. Maybe I don't know. But if I'm thinking about staying in Dublin for another five years. I'm going to have to think long and hard about that um, because if we're continuing down the track we're going and it's only getting worse and worse, then I know over the course of that time something really bad will happen. Kieran, listen, thanks a million for coming into us in studio. Kieran Hogan is the owner of the clock, the Clockwork Door Time House uh, in uh, Dublin City in Temple Bar. Like I say, not taking part in this year's Culture Night and uh, not participating uh, to make that statement about antisocial behaviour. What's your experience of the city? 87 106. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.